Welcome to the first half of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first half of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. Available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. For only $5 a month, premium members get early access to the full binge. Vote on monthly commentaries, tournaments, games, and access to the Binge Media Discord server. Join us today at patreon.com slash binge media for only $5 a month. Well, here, here's your opportunity. And now, the Binge Cast. Don't want a lot for binge mess. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about a Ashoka or if they land on Tatooine. <laughs> I just love you more than love, more than you could love that ball. Kill off Cara Cast. It is Binge Mess, ladies and gentlemen. That is the great Pete MC. I'm here with uh, Moreno. What's going on? You know what the funniest um, part of, about that for me is everyone that, wow, that's, uh, you know, Pete. Pete loves Star Wars and he's, you know, he doesn't like anything past the uh, the original trilogy and stuff or past Skywalker stuff. Um, and like the people might think that that song is like tongue in chin. No, he's not. No. All he wants no. for Binge Mess is literally Grogu. That, that was not hard to write for him. He was no. just like, <laughs> I can hate everything. Yep. Give me Grogu. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was fucking incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, um, welcome to the Binge Cast. Um, this is, uh, this is, what is this? This is a free binge, is it? This is a free <laughs> I don't binge. know. What, yeah, right, what, we, we're yeah, the free... <laughs> what room are we in right now? How do we get I don't in? know, man. Office we walked in. Uh, let me check the. Th- yep, free binge. This oh, free is the free binge, binge, binge okay. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, um, we got lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, on this particular show, we're going to talk about uh, one movie, one TV show. Have one voicemail. We got a few voicemails, didn't we? Yeah, we got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Nice, I like that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Pinocchio. And uh, we're going to wrap up the second season of White Lotus here on the. Free bench. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
And then on the back end, on the full binge, if you listen to the instructions earlier in the show, you'd know how to get the full binge. You can go to patreon.com slash binge media, sign up five bucks a month, blah, 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 blah. And uh, we got tons of shit. I don't even want to list them all. There's just tons of movies and TV shows that we're going to be talking about. Oh, yeah. And um, and then, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's Christmas next week, right? It's Christmas next week. It's uh, mm. officially binge-miss season. As we uh, released 12 Comms of binge miss. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. So and as of recording, four are out, are they not? Four are out. And okay. um, well, actually, I think five are out. But uh, oh. the first three are on the regular feed, on the feed that you're listening to now, if you're listening to that's regular right. feed. And the that's rest right. of it are going to be on Patreon. The back nine, as Pete likes to call it. Oh, he's so sporty. Yeah, he's super sporty. And uh, which... Um... Yeah, you're right. It is five because it's the seventeenth today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hilarious. The little snippets you're putting out every day make me laugh. Oh yeah, I completely um, forgot about that. Uh, so in the third one, the third commentary we released, uh, Fat Man, which was previously yeah. only exclusively on Patreon, That's but right. we figured let's re-release it. We did it last year, and we got one of the writer directors to do an intro for us for like, oh, mm-hmm. give that to the fucking people could be one of the dumbest commentaries we've ever done. <laughs> I mean, just some of the stupidest conversations of all time as you can, uh, is evidenced by the, the little clip that we put out on Instagram and Facebook yeah. about how I like, I like, them. I like the clips. The clips, um, are hilarious to me because whether I'm on the show or not, I don't like, they're all brand new to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's, it doesn't matter if I'm in the clip or I'm not in the clip. They're just fun to listen to. <laughs> I got them. Oh, man. That was, that was fucking that – wow, that was a close one. I, like, take such good care of my mics and stuff like that. I'm like – I literally almost spit a mouthful of beer right on top of it. There you go. And it's so tr- – because it's so true, though. It's so yeah. true. You just forget, like – we do so many of them. Yeah. You know? There's, there is a lot of fun. The ones I was on, anyways, were fucking, they were uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, if you missed out, if you haven't, uh, if you're just like a new listener, we did this, uh, we did 31 comms for uh, October of this year. So that was also fucking nuts. Uh, <sighs> who knows what the what the future holds? Are we ever going to do a tournament again? I was wondering this this week. Yeah, we should do one. We should do one. I think. Uh, we, we've got a couple on the back. Yeah. Yeah. We've lined up a couple, so I think we need to uh, bust out a tournament. Well, how about March? We do something with tournaments. Maybe like, uh, you know what I mean? Like we're doing all these comms. Yep. March Madness. We can mm-hmm. do a few tournaments or something. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, something absolutely. out. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, there you go. Let's do hey, that shit. Boom, boom, um, bang, boom. Also, I want to tell people to go to parksense.com mm. and use the code BINGE20 at checkout. Go and pick out some candles, some wax mm. melts, some room sprays. And mm. at checkout, use uh, the code Binge twenty for twenty percent off. Your now, Pete. Runner. Pete did. He finally got the ET one, the new ET one. The new he ET said, one. It was a rumor on the streets of the fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking <laughs> tough park. fucking park sense streets, dude. <laughs> it, that's theme... a rough place. It's a rough neighborhood. You don't want to go down to theme park candle corner, buddy. That's fucking. <laughs> you might not get yeah, home. I did that, that night. two years ago. Got my ass kicked. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> The word on the street was that they had changed the scent for the uh, the ET Adventure candle, mm-hmm. and uh, Pete was like having none of it. So he ordered it up, and he confirmed with us it is a different smell. That's oh man. So it's not as it doesn't have that musty ET ball smell. No, it must have no. uh, you know through some 
some ball deodorant on his, his little <laughs> ET balls or something. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking uh, Christmas and work and basketball, and it's fucking crazy, man. It's just, it's Never it's ends, crazier huh? every fucking year. Oh my god, it's nuts. We just uh, we recorded our last commentary. Oh, the other day with uh, PJ from the Sportscast, mm-hmm. and it was a little later than we usually record, which is no big deal, but, you know, it was just whatever was convenient for him, and he just gets on, and he immediately goes, oh, fucking kids and sports, god damn it. <laughs> so tired. I'm just so thankful to sit down, drink a couple beers, and watch a movie. I feel, I feel, uh, PJ, I feel, I know what's going on with yeah. his life right now. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Um, we did want to, we were going to try and go see uh, Avatar, but I, I, I frankly don't have three hours of my life to fucking sit and watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I was encouraging you to go see it. Like, just go see it. I don't care if you see it and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you didn't even have time to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. who the fuck has time to do that? I don't, I don't even know what you people do. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, if you went to Avatar with the, fa- is, are, this is a whole family trip. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, not only do you have three hours, you don't have fucking five hundred dollars to drop on five pairs of fucking three D glasses, rumble seats, whatever they got over there. Well, that's why. That's why we're like we're. I think we're going to do it for New Year's Eve. Nice. Like we're going to hold off. Mm-hmm. But that's an event, right? Like sure. okay, so we're like we got to save up money to go out on New Year's Eve just to go to see a fucking movie because <laughs> okay. it's fucking ninety dollars with all the fucking shit we're going to get. Um, so yeah, let's make a fucking event out of it. Is this, it doesn't seem like this is the movie. You're just like, what do you want to do tonight? I don't want to check out that new James Cameron movie, Avatar 2. No, it's, yeah. that doesn't, that's not a conversation that, that anyone has. No, no. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's kind of weird when flying your whole family to Disney is a cheaper proposition than going to see fucking <laughs> paying five tickets, paying for five fucking much, Avatar tickets. I would much rather do that. I'm not even lying. Oh, fuck. I don't know. We'll, we'll see it. We'll see it eventually. Stop yelling. Uh, we got lots of good movies for you tonight, though. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and voicemail. Let's, uh, who's, uh, who's calling us? What's going on? I don't on? know. I don't know. Let's find out. I just called to say I tapped out. <laughs> I just called to say that I don't care. from the sports cast 708-406-9546 i want to listen to this one because this does mention something about the diehard commentary which was our first commentary for the 12 comms at benjamin's all right so let's uh right where to go oh right there we go hey guys it's alex i'm an hour into the diehard commentary loving it uh enjoying the flashback piece uh i really enjoyed revisiting one of jim law's 10 spots from Joe Blow uh, for two reasons. The first being it's it's pretty funny. I mean, Jim Law was pretty funny as a writer. Let's let's give him props for that. 
So that I'm enjoying. The second is, is I don't think he actually remembers any of the things that he wrote. And so it's almost <laughs> like a different writer uh, when he is, experiences it. So um, I, I, I'm all for, if you want to make that a segment every once in a while, oh, you got uh, it. reading uh, Jim Law's old top tens or, you know, boobies of the day or any of that stuff. I, I think it'd be great. great stuff. Keep up the good work. And uh, I'm dying to hear Die Hard too. Oh, nice. Nice. You will all be right. hearing that soon. Listen, if you if you want to play that game, you wrote a lot of shit on that site too. So you want just know this, just know that you, I will be fucking deep diving into some fucking Morano articles. Also, how, how about this? Don't do it. <laughs> how about fair game? No, <laughs> that's absolutely gonna happen. Uh, all right, but he's, he's absolutely right. We brought up a, a common, or sorry, an article on that commentary. And I, not only was I uh, surprised that I wrote it, wrote it, like I was, I was kind of ashamed. <laughs> like I was just like, what? I mean, it, it came around like the way we explained why it was written or whatever. But oh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. There's a lot of ten spots out there that I was just like, what? I don't, I don't remember that. All. And I mean, I just talked about it. I don't remember being on the comms. Yeah, I mean, I I was always kind of amazed by it because. I was just like, this guy's ability to recall fucking movies is great. Like, you would have a new one every week. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't have that ability to recall <laughs> and, like, conceptualize stuff to put it into a ton spot. Oh, my God. I would, fuck? I would bust my ass on those things, man. Like, the pictures always had to be perfect. Like, I would not – I would cut out entries if I didn't have the perfect p- p- picture perfect. You know what oh, I mean? really? Like, I was just like, yeah, I was like, I don't have a picture of this scene. This I have to cut this out. Like it, it, that's how much it would bother me. It's fucking funny. Um, and if uh, if you haven't listened to that com, Alex was referring to uh, the flashbacks. So we had already done. We can spoil this now, right? Mm-hmm. So we had already done a diehard com at joeblow.com with Joe Blow himself. And during this new com for Binge Media, we periodically Pete brings it along with them, the file, and we periodically go back and forth to the old com, to the new com. Like, at the... So we're running them at the same time. So we exactly... The exact scene in the movie, we will go to the old com and see exactly what we were talking about. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I like that. Yeah, that was fun. A little bit cringe, but a lot of fun. (laughs) A lot of fun. Super cringe, but that was great. Anybody that's super familiar with Die Hard know that Huey Lewis, from Huey Lewis in the News, is in it. And he's he's the... uh, I guess the concierge or whatever, the security guy in the in the right. in the building, and we just blurted it out in our commentary this year. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god, fucking Huey Lewis is. Wait, Pete, put on the old commentary. <laughs> Do we talk about Huey Lewis? And we tapped into the old commentary, and we're screaming about Huey Lewis <laughs> from like twelve years ago or whatever. It's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Just hacks, just hacks, dude. <laughs> we know what we know, dude. That's, you know what I mean? Like that's just yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh my god! All right, how many more voicemails are there for the? Let's see. Page? We got another four voicemails. Oh, look at that! That'll be in the full binge, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and yeah. they're gonna—I know they're gonna be smoking hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, On I fire. can. Yeah, it's. I get Mike in a new. Uh, computer monitor because this thing is smoking right now. <laughs> I'm not sure what the fuck is happening. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Call and leave us a voicemail, and maybe we should get to a little teaves. Oh, I think so. All right. 
Walking Dead Westworld, and this is us. Jim Law and Ammon and Moreno too are gonna review TV for you. TV round, TV round, TV roundup. Pete MC is not the Sasquatch. <laughs> Watching and waiting for the fucking twist. Suck a bob a dick. What'd you watch? Time. Google Voice Time. Get the fuck out of the way. TV Roundup is the best time. You know fucking Michael Sampson's gay. Oh my god, hurry up, can we break for pee? So Law can piss in a cup. Law just missed and pissed on his feet. That's the TV round. That's the TV round. That's the TV round. Suck on my balls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do gotta say that Jingle Bell Rock is probably one of my favorite Christmas oh. songs. It's like a song that it, it it immediately gets me in the Christmas spirit. Is there a particular cover that you like, like by by somebody? Uh, the Pete MC TV round of Jingle Bell Rock uh, <laughs> it is, good. Is, is, is definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just like that the the classic, the original one. Nice. All right. I like that shit. Is there any for was, you? There, you're just like that. Yeah, really gets me in. I've always loved the uh, Santa's Coming to Town by uh, Bruce Springsteen. It's always been my favorite Christmas song. I hate that one. Really? Oh my god, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you might fucking scare him away. He's coming to what? town. We see him, and now you're gonna fucking scare him away. Oh, I loved it. You're alerting the whole neighborhood that he's in town. <laughs> he wants to keep it on the low, low. Come on. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, um. All right. So, uh, White Lotus ended. Yes. This past Sunday. So mm-hmm. about a week ago now, you've had. Uh, Everyone's had time to, um, you know, kind of absorb uh, the entire season, specifically the season finale. Now we were mm-hmm. huge fans of season one. We were uh, nuts about it. I, I, I imagine we did a top ten list of our favorite things or whatever last that year. Was, yeah, for, we did. Yeah, that was on my top ten for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it was. Um, so we were uh, very excited mm-hmm. about this season. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Leading up to this, I was I was very into it. I was very into it. You had done a couple shows without me, and I heard there was a little bit of varying going on. Is mm-hmm. that right? Or okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, new location, obviously, new resort, mm-hmm. new concierge, and as we talked about, as you guys talked about last week, uh, I forget his name, Armand, Armand from mm-hmm. season one, the concierge mm-hmm. was. A, Probably all of our favorite characters. Oh, absolutely! Uh, in the in the whole season, he was great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> His character arc was, uh, you know, you didn't see coming. Yeah, and the fact that he didn't see it coming too, which I thought was <laughs> was really cool too, because uh-huh. he just fucking completely goes off the rails. So, like, getting a completely new cast of mm-hmm. characters and new setting, and it just didn't like the first episode or two i think didn't really have the same vibe and the same tone as the first season did first season seemed a lot more uh it's like lighter in tone it didn't seem right. as like moody and emo and in in as, as a tv show uh right. the way this one did yeah um so it was, a, it was just something to, 
to try to get used to, I think, at first. Yeah. This, uh, the finale of this, it kind of made me think back on the entire season and, and like it less. Really? With you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it, the major reason is I feel like almost every story arc is, is kind of the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So let me explain. So you got, uh, so you got Jennifer Coolidge, right? She mm-hmm. might have the the one storyline that isn't the same, but at the same time, she thinks her husband's cheating on her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael and Peroli cheating on his wife, um, and that's a problem in his life, right? Mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza thinks her boyfriend at one point in the show cheated on her. And then Aubrey Plaza's boyfriend at one point in the show thinks Aubrey Plaza cheated on her. I hate how those two characters, by the way, switched roles completely yeah. throughout the season. It was absolutely mind-blowing. Um, the assistant, Coolidge's assistant, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the um, um, fucking uh, Christopher's fucking son wanted her, but she found another guy. So it's almost like she cheated on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she finds out that the guy she likes... Fucking some other dude cheating on her. Yeah. Um, who else do we got here? Who else am I missing? Oh, the, so the 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 other couple, the couple that uh, you know in the room next to uh, Aubrey Plaza and them, they're cheating on each other, and it's fucking. It's just like seems to be known. Okay, they seem to accept it. Um, every single fucking character, I know, yeah, is is wants somebody that wants somebody else, even the concierge. She wants the uh, the other the girl that works for her, the oh, bellhop yeah, or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and she wants she's getting engaged to the other bellhop that she's trying to get rid of. Every single fucking storyline in the show is almost identical to one another. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look at it that way, but that's yeah. When you line it up like that, that's true. And it, it really, really bothered me. That's why I started thinking back to the first season. I'm like, was it like that? Because I I do know. That Connie Britton and Steve's on. He had cheated on her, right? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was that. The son, though, I don't think had this issue. I think he was just fucking wacko and hated his life, hated his sister, mm-hmm. and wanted to fucking <laughs> become a fucking Hawaiian rower or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The daughters, uh, she was mad because she found a boyfriend at the thing, so she wanted to fuck that up. I remember that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then Dario and her Dario, husband. her husband. I don't think there was anything about cheating there, though. But anyways, what, what, you know, I'm bothered when I'm just I'm like fucking going through the entire series with a fine tooth comb. Does this think is Mike? Is he doing anything else here? Like, is there any other story? Like Armand sticks out like a sore thumb in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yep. He he was there, there was none of this about him. He was just like he was. He had fucking issues. And he had to fucking <laughs> deal with them. One way he was stressed out. He had to do this. He had to do that. Um, yeah, he was having sex. Sex is a huge uh, running theme. I I understand. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was. He, you know what I mean? Like he was authentic. I mean, not authentic. Unique. He was unique as a character. And I, I feel like nobody's unique in this season mm-hmm. at all, except yeah. mm-hmm. maybe F. Murray Abraham. But at the same time, he doesn't do much. He falls falls down once. He carries scenes with his dialogue and it's like, but you no, know, but you know what I mean. Like he doesn't have much to do in this season except fucking shit on his son uh, every once in a while, make him feel bad for cheating on his wife. 
um, yeah, yeah, or yeah. tell him he's not doing it right. Yeah, I yeah, exactly, exactly. I, and I think that's probably what, the reason why he's there, just to show like, as far yeah. as that family goes, like generationally, they're all like kind of the same person, right? Like the, right. The 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 son, uh, Christopher's son, is like the outlier in terms of like he's you know super progressive and he's just like you know. He, him shitting on the Godfather just fucking drove me nuts because oh, it seemed like he was only doing that to get on what's her name's right. good side. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, I mean, F. Murray is kind of the outlier, but is still in that same kind of like he's he's. Christopher tells him he's like, "Hey, you fucking did it," and he's like, "Yeah, but I did it better. I didn't fucking rub it in everybody's right. face the way you're doing it," which is a weird mm. conversation. But like, that's yeah. a, I I like that though. Like, I, in terms of like the writing, I like that kind of stuff because it's uncomfortable and it puts the other person on their heels a little bit, you right. know? Because he thinks he's got he he's got this uh, gotcha comment, you know, right. about like calling out his dad che- cheating and whatnot, and he's like, "Well, okay, well, fucking do it better. I did it way better than you did." Do, Which is do you like think there's a weird flex? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, do you think it's uh, a weird <clears throat> storyline for the so that for that family? What I'm saying, but yeah, we get the established uh, cheating with F. Murray Abraham. We get the established cheating with Michael and Paroli. So, and we get the son, right? Who's supposed to be this? He's the nice guy out of them, right? He doesn't yeah, want to turn yeah. out like them. So he goes and he meets this girl and she ends up not liking him and going off with a hotter dude. So, mm-hmm. but he finally finds a girl, right? And he, like, he's sleeping with her and all that. Now, is Mike White trying to tell us something that he finally seems happy and she completely fucks him in the end? Like, <laughs> is that, is that a message that, what, what, how are we supposed to read this? Like, he's, he's not turning out like his dad, but at the same time, he got this chick. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. got took yeah. for fucking thousands of dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I th- that's probably like the, I don't know, the ironic twist that he wanted to put in there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because how else do you, I mean, he was a pretty major character, the son. So like how, yeah, yeah I don't know what he's trying to say there other than, um, I don't know. I, it, it seems like maybe Mike White kind of believes a lot of the stuff that, that the son believes. But yeah. why does he include that ending other than it's like well it would maybe it's just like oh it would play out that way you know i don't know uh, I, it, I and did you like the way that played out too like i was just kind of like what oh for the hookers yeah like he's I, just like uh, oh she's gone oh i mean but, i i love their last shot i thought well that yeah great. that i know but with him i was just kind of like <laughs> he was just he's so in, they had this big argument with his father yeah. and he's like i need the money you don't need the fucking money blah 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 i'll put in a good word with my it's like a big it's a confrontation it's a big thing yeah, yeah. and then uh where are the girls ah they're gone yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> what? i just thought oh, it was a whole fucking long con <laughs> especially with uh the one hooker's boyfriend Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know when she, that last shot when they see each other and he's like smiling, yeah. like you know they got away with it kind of thing is fucking yeah. great. I, I really dug that part. Um, yeah. I guess we're gonna get into a little bit of spoiler territory, right? <laughs> I think we did. Yeah, I think we're already there. Yeah, I, I should have said that maybe five minutes before this. But um, yeah, so spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, it, there's some characters we just got to talk about without. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we got to talk about them. It, but we're going to spoil shit. You know, we can't yeah. like leave that part of it out. So I, I was initially bummed that Jennifer Coolidge bought it a little bit. Uh-huh. 
but the way she did it, me and my wife were laughing our fucking asses off. That was pretty funny. Because she goes, you got this. She didn't have it. <laughs> Ron Howard comes on. She didn't. <laughs> it's just so funny. We're just like, what are you doing? Just fucking wait. Why do you got to... Like panic and try to get off this fucking yacht. Just wait five minutes. Just like panicking. You got this. And then it, boom, man. It was fucking so good. I, I, I don't understand from a, like a writing perspective why Aubrey Plaza and her husband would still be going to dinner and hanging out at the airport with the other couple. I don't get it at all. I don't know, man. It, it makes no fucking sense. I think it it says more about the other couple because I mean they had the fight in the in the water and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this whole thing, and then they came down, and I think it, it is telling about the other couple because obviously it's established throughout the season that they do things and they just look the other way and they accept it, and that's what mm-hmm. it is. So when they come down to dinner that night, they sit down like nothing fucking happened, like they don't even care. You know what yeah. I mean? Like okay, we got that. We're done with that. Let's uh, let's fucking party. Let's do it up. They were an interesting couple, man. They really yeah. were because I I like I didn't even realize till I don't know how many episodes that like they had kids together. Yeah, like I was mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. that's just another level of like what the fuck are these guys all about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we had questioned a couple of weeks ago why Cameron's wife, the blonde showed mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza she's like oh look at the trainer that I'm banging and it's like it's her kids and she's like oh oops but it wasn't an oh oops like oh my god I know. so we were like questioning what that was all about and we got a um I think Chad D commented in the in the discord group about it mm-hmm. but Bruce texted me and was like I think that is the trainer's baby Oh that's shit! The, like I the trainer is the baby. Yeah, the, is the baby daddy of the kid because they talk. She right before that, she was talking about how the trainer, like he's got these fucking nice eyes and blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Look at him!" But it was the kid. So uh, I didn't even put two and two together. So that's that's totally possible. I can see, I can see that happening for that fucking whacked out couple. That's interesting. That can and that's a completely different um, reason for showing the picture than I mm-hmm. I had come to my uncle because I thought about it a lot too, and I was like. Maybe she's saying like, oh, I don't care what he does because of this. I have this kind of thing. And he sh- she showed her the kids. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just – I'm staying together for the kids kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. what I initially thought it meant. That was kind of along the lines of what Chad D was saying was – his theory was that maybe she was showing Aubrey Plaza like – you're fucking with my family like don't fuck with my family by bringing this kind of stuff up, you know, uh-huh, which uh-huh. I, mean, I can kind of see. But – um. It, it makes more sense, I think, yeah. story wise and from from a writing perspective, that you know that would, that the trainer would wind up being the baby daddy of one of her kids. Oh, I like that. I like, I like that, that better. All right, it made it a little bit better, Bruce. <clears throat> and Cameron seemed like after dude punched him in the face and they were fighting in the water and stuff like that. Right before they cut that scene, he like does like a back dive in, into the water and is like smiling. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's almost like, all right, fucking. It's almost like he got his respect just by getting his ass kicked or something like that. You know, I don't he know. Just, he just loved the chaos. Like he want, he needs so. the chaos. He yeah, thrives so. on it. Yeah. See, that's the shit, yeah. that's the kind of shit I like. I like. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It, it's a, it's a different season, but in a lot of ways, I'd like it. Maybe not as much as the first season, because. Mm-hmm. But I I'd like that it's so different than the first season, and I've talked about it throughout the whole season. <clears throat> there, all of these like really cool slow motion landscape shots like mm-hmm. just built the mood throughout the whole season for me. Yeah. And uh, I I just it made it really really spooky. It it looks amazing. We talked about uh, the last time might have been the last time I talked to you about the show was that one scene when the uh, the girls went into uh, the town or whatever and <laughs> all the men were staring at Aubrey yeah. Plaza. Like that was such an amazing scene. I love so that. Weird, yeah. Um I I'll be honest with you. I I ended up hating the Aubrey Plaza character. I didn't I didn't like how she was written at all. <clears throat> I wanted her to be me on this vacation. Like you know what I mean? Like that's how it, she starts out. Like I don't want to fucking sit with anybody. I don't even care. Like I don't want to have breakfast with the same people every day. I don't I don't want to talk to these fucking people. Like you know what I mean? Like let's just have let's be on vacation. I wanted her to be that. I wanted her to be Parks and Rec fucking <laughs> like I did. I yeah, wanted yeah, her yeah. to just be fucking the the person I could relate to the most in the show and it ended up not even being close. Because me and Pete talked about it. When he put his hand on her knee in that one episode, and, like, why wouldn't you say anything? Immediately, yeah. You've been written for this moment, almost, it seems like. You're going to explode right now, and she doesn't. And then the fact that she did go back to the room with the guy and and fucking whatever they did, Mm -hmm. whatever you know, she said they made out or whatever, it fucking blows my mind. Like, I hate, I hated her character after that. I didn't like her character either. And I don't know if you're supposed to hate her character but that moment at the because like you said that moment where homeboy touches her knee and stuff like that Mm -hmm. leading up to that she that was the morning after the guys had their own night where cameron fucked the two broads and uh the other guy he didn't do anything right so she is crazy because she's so paranoid that her husband, I think his name is Ethan. He, he wound yeah. up doing something. Um, so she, she's the chaos person, right? Like she's like the fucking conductor of chaos over here. Right. So she's the one like getting hammered, like just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. But you think a moment like that would snap her out of it and just go, oh, this is too far. Like even yeah. for me, even though I'm kind of like projecting or whatever. Well, particularly from the guy that you know was the reason, even if she does think Ethan did something, you know that Cameron's the guy is the reason why Ethan did something. Yeah. So I'd like, I'd be, she'd be infuriated with him. I th- you would think anyways. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why I was just kind of like, I don't like this. Yeah. I think the two couples probably got most of our discussions at home. Yeah. Because it's just, there's so many moving parts and, yeah. uh, it, and, I don't want to say none of it made sense, but a lot of the beats just we weren't fucking going along with. And right. Aubrey Plaza's character was was definitely one of them. Yeah, man. I was Cuz she's I was, the one who has a fucking problem to begin with. I know. It's so fucking weird. I know. And 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 like I said, she's like she she gets built up in those first 3 4 episodes as like, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to fucking look at Cameron's dick in my room. I don't want to do any, like I just get him away from me. I don't want to fucking be around these people. Yeah. Uh, And Ethan is the guy like he just, he, you know, like I said at the beginning of this review, they completely almost change characters. Like it's really weird for me. 
he, he becomes the paranoid one and doesn't and like doesn't want to deal with anybody. And oh, I just I fucking hated it. I did not like, <laughs> like it at it, all, man. I didn't like oh it my god! And it's like oh, uh, my wife just admitted she made out with my college roommate, which I don't even like. They talk about it, but they don't even seem like they're great friends. No, you know I know. What I mean? it, like yeah, if you had a college roommate. And maybe you had a few of them. Are you are you that good of a friends at every point? But I don't know. It, it's just kind of a minor thing. But uh, yeah, he's like, oh, my wife just admitted she fucking made out with him. Uh, yeah. Now I want to fuck her. Now I really yeah. want to bang my wife. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I hated that scene too. I was just like fucking I, done with that. All of it. Oh, oh man, God. both me and my wife are fucking uh, Rick Dalton pointing at the screen, <laughs> going like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, really? Come on. <laughs> oh fuck! So I don't know, man. I like, I honestly, I, I did not like the finale that much, just because of all this shit running through my head, um, with all the fucking plots just kind of bleeding into one another, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I was, I, I did not like this as much as uh, the first season. Like, probably not even close. Dude. Well, we not were always close. waiting for the shoe to drop in terms mm-hmm. of like the um, I forget his name, Quentin, Quentin, I think it is the gay dude with the yacht, and yeah. like, what, what's his game? Like, what, right. what's the fucking con here? And I, right. I like that it kind of turned out to be. Well, she found out that, you know, it's probably her husband that was fucking his lover or whatever. So, and right. that would, that being a loophole for the prenup and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, that's kind of clever or whatever. Yeah. But the way it plays out is just so fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> she shoots everybody on the fucking yard. <laughs> so, yeah, Pete had, Pete, I had missed, I don't know if you, I think you'd listen to it. I had missed the picture, the first time we see the picture of, mm-hmm. of uh, Greg and, and the uncle. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it at work. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't see it. So I, when Pete explained that to me, and then your theory about about the prenup, and maybe you know she, he introduces her to that you know super fucking sexy Italian dude um, that they were gonna film them uh, cheating on Greg, right? And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. But no, they were gonna kill her. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they, gonna they were literally gonna murder her. And I like I liked your theory way better. Yeah, yep. Because she had already gone through with it, high as a fucking kite, by the way, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like she was on everything, um, and she was in a real fucking pickle, if you will. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, no, yeah. they were gonna murder her. They were gonna totally murder her on the boat. <laughs> Yours it's, was way better. It's so funny because she's just like, she's like, okay, I'm gonna go over here now. And she's just like, these motherfuckers are going to kill me. They're going to fucking kill me. <laughs> and she was right. It's she not goes, like a paranoid fucking delusion. She was totally spot on. They were going to fucking kill her. She, my, her best scene of the fucking series in my eyes is when she goes up to the fucking the boat, the driver. Yeah. And she's like trying to explain. He doesn't speak a word of English. Yeah. And she's trying to explain everything. And she just says gay. And he's like, oh, we, yeah, see, me gay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, fuck it. That was awesome. <laughs> now, the assistant, mm-hmm. um, that whole scene where, I mean, we, we go in and out of that scene of, of of the dude driving her, and he's just like, oh, no. Yeah. We'll, and it like it's just kind of like building this like fucking fear and dread. And like, yeah, yeah. I love the way she plays it. Um, yeah, she's, the she's, she's pretty good. Yeah, she, she was, ended up, I was going to say, she ended up probably being my favorite character. Yeah, 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 same. Same here. Yeah. 
But it's kind of, uh, you know, he lets her go, which was pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why you had to fucking throw her phone on the ground, but uh, <laughs> lets her go. But then he's kind of free, too. Like, he doesn't even know at that moment that he's freed up. Oh, right. I didn't even think about that. Because right. he doesn't, whatever fucking situation that was, he yeah. fucking owed that guy. Yeah, obviously. He doesn't have to fuck that old ass anymore. Mm-hmm. That fucking old stinky butt anymore. Ugh. Oh, fucking balls are just hanging past your balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> just balls to balls. Slapping oh, like fucking... My oh, my God. Like those, uh, what do they call them? The, those Benoit balls? <laughs> go back and forth. But but his balls are like rock solid, and then the old man balls are just like mush, <laughs> so they don't even click clack yeah. together. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, thank you. You're welcome for that visual. <laughs> um, and then the the hookers, you know, oh man, I, I like them. I like uh, their. I to be honest, like there, there's nothing with their storyline that I really hated. I mean. I, it's I, fuck. I never want to fucking deal with that in my life. No, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. No. Like I don't want to fall for any of that shit. Um, but you can. Uh, they they set them up in. Uh, it, it's an interesting lifestyle. I, I'll say that. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I want out of a, a show, right? Like, I want to see something different. I want to see what sure. it's like to be somebody else. And and it was a, it was a decent. Like the piano girl. Yep. Ended mm-hmm. up being okay. I like that storyline. And uh, the main girl, uh, Lucia. 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 Yep. Um. Fuck, she was super hot. Wow, <laughs> she just, I think she fucked like she fucked like a quarter of the cast in this one season. <laughs> yeah, two of them in the same family. <laughs> but that never came out, right? Like that. No, uh, he, the son never found out. He ne- yeah. yeah, the son never found out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that would have changed anything. I feel like he, uh, the son was just he was pretty useless. Yeah. I mean, we're meant to, we, we we had to feel sorry for him. Almost every episode, it's like, oh, I feel bad, I feel bad, I feel bad. And at the end, like I said, he gets the ultimate fuck up, and he's just like, eh, let's go home. Yeah, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you for putting me through this shit. Seriously. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, all right, well, do you want to, what do you want to do? Do you want to rank the season? I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we're we're you know. Let's throw Peter in this. I don't think we all like it as much as we like the first one, but not for me. Not a bad show by any means. Mm-mm. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give it a seven as a, as a whole. I uh, I don't know if I could. I don't know. Can you still recommend a show like at a seven? You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Oh yeah, I think you could. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I I just maybe for the right person. It, it, I would recommend it to, but not not as a uh, hard and fast rule. I think. Right. I mean, I'm right around there. I'm like the first season for me is easily an eight or above. Like you know what I mean? Like sure, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not even yeah. close. Mm-hmm. This is I'm, now. I'm just wondering, like, how far from the first season? How far from an eight is this really? Um, I think I might go. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go six and a half. Yeah. Even if you said six, I was going to say I, I can see it. I can I can totally see it. I can totally mm-hmm. see it being a six. Mm-hmm. Ah, does this? Do you know if this got? Is this like? Is there season three? I'm not sure. I got I got to imagine there is though. I hope so. There's so, there's a lot of talk about this. You see a lot of fucking talk about this on Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of memes and 
Oh, me and Liz um, wound up going to YouTube and getting some fucking theory videos and breakdowns and we, shut up. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we found one that was uh that came up that talked about it broke down every painting in the the intro and oh. the cast, whoever uh the actor was. Right. And matched up their character with what was happening in the painting. Oh, and that was pretty cool. Did they ever talk about the the fucking mask sculpture or whatever that ends up breaking while they're fucking at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that all about? So that had to do with death. Okay. Yeah. And um, which, I, I mean, I don't even know if it makes any fucking sense now. It's not hmm. like any of them died. Like maybe their relationships do and it's more metaphorical like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. Weird. See, and that's when you watch a show like this, and I'm like, you know, I know a lot of this shit means something. <laughs> and kudos to you because you went and found out, but I'm just like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> someone, someone tell me, or just like, I don't, I'm not going to go fucking look. I just, mm-hmm. I know there's, he's doing something here. But this is the same guy, by the way. He's got all these fucking secret messages in the opening and double meetings for fucking paintings and, yeah. and the statues. He put fucking his cast, like, you remember the first scene of the, of the series when they discover the, uh, bodies in the water? Yep. So the girl that swims out to discover them stops and talks on the beach to some people. Yep. They're from Survivor because Mike White was on Survivor. These are the fucking cast members from Survivor, his so, buddies. Yeah. So last week, we, Liz and I, we just went down a, rabbit, a YouTube rabbit hole with White <laughs> yeah. Lotus stuff. We were watching like interviews and all kinds of stuff. And yeah, that, that was brought up. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like he does the most frivolous fucking uh, Easter <laughs> yeah. eggs, and then the most in-depth Easter eggs. Yeah. It's just like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but like this guy's writing and directing them. I can't imagine he's he's not going to get another one. It's got to be. I mean, I think this is a pretty fucking popular show. So. I I think he deserves it. I really do, and I, I totally want another agree. one. I, yeah. And I, same man. Like I just. He's got a very unique voice and a very mm-hmm. unique way of directing, and I want to see more of it. I'm a, I'm a fucking fan of the guy. So let me ask you this, and I don't know if this is on any of the theory uh, fucking <laughs> ensemble fucking shows you're watching, but since Coolidge carried over from last season, mm-hmm. and she is not apparently carrying over the next season, and he sticks with this kind of thing, who would you want to see carry over to the next season? Yeah, we were thinking about that. We were thinking about that. I can Well, I think my first thing was, was Portia, the assistant. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. like, well, she's fucking broke. How is she going right. to go to a She has no job now. <laughs> yeah, she has no job. Unless fucking Coolidge put her in her will or something like that, which I don't, I don't see that happening, but right. it's possible. Um, it is. Actually, that's a good point. That is a really good point. She could get a windfall now yeah. and go wherever the fuck she wants. That could mm-hmm. be it. That could be the storyline. That could be it right there. Yeah. Um, I can't really see... Because you, you have to think about the people with money, right? I mean, right. This is it's not, not going to be the hookers. Yeah, it could nope. be the hookers, and this is not a cheap resort. I mean, right? They're, <laughs> it, they're right on the fucking island, right on the fucking bay. There, I mean, it's yeah. it's not a not cheap at all. So, um, but so I don't see I don't see um, okay. Imperioli. I don't see Christopher no being no. in it. I think that's kind of a wrap on his character. Like maybe one of the two couples but i'm thinking maybe one of the two aubrey plaza or or her husband but at the same time i, I that wouldn't excite me at all 
Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The hookers, the hookers, you know, they have their grift. Like they're not, I don't know. Like, are we just going to go through another grift in a different town? And how do they get to that town? They're not loaded by any means. Right, right, right. Um, F. Marie Abraham, I don't, you know, he's, he's too old. He's not going to go away by himself anywhere. The fucking Christopher's son. If it's Christopher's son, I'm fucking yeah, pissed. Fuck like, I'm going to be pissed off. And in the, in the you know, the fucking uh, concierge or whatever. Yeah, I was like going to say concierge, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't. We wanted that last year. We wanted Armand to be the the carryover character, but um, I don't I don't see that happening either. So I don't know. No one actually interests me. And it's not like we were like, oh, uh-huh. I hope Jennifer Coolidge gets carried over. It's not like that happened last season. So I kind of want that. That's the bummer for me about her character not continuing. Is like I thought that would be a good bit, right? Like been. that yep. she just goes to different fucking resorts all over the world. It really would have been, yeah. I gotta say, yeah, in the the concierge this season, I thought, I look, I don't think a lot of things are like wasted time in TV shows, especially like Mike White is not going to put frivolous stuff in there that doesn't mean anything. I I didn't fucking like her character. I didn't like anytime I went to her storyline, I just I did not fucking give a shit. I didn't think it yeah. even mattered to the whole overall story of everything either. No. Absolutely not. Yep. I mean, I guess because the, the one chick winds up being, uh, <laughs> she supplies him with, hey, uh, take this Viagra pill. And it's like Molly. And she's like, well, let's fucking take these other ones too. Why not? <laughs> He's all fucked up. It's fucking great. But um, it other than, like, I guess her coming out or whatever, that's, yeah. but it really didn't, it really didn't make any sense or wasn't all that important in this storyline the way no. Armand's was like when Armand came out and like, it, yeah. it, that's it, like everything around the resort started to falter because of right. his behavior. Because of that one night when he was eating ass, like that was <laughs> fucking one of the most amazing scenes so ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to continue the tradition of carrying somebody over, but, um, if they do, whatever. I wish it was Coolidge also. Yeah. But I guess not. Because she 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 mm-hmm. didn't got that. She didn't have that. <laughs> I fucking love it. You got this. Then boom. <laughs> the thud was the thud was real like they pumped the volume up to eleven for the thud, eh? <laughs> oh, that's fucking so good. And then a little bit of a uh a little bit of a fucking bluff too, because in the first episode it was like yeah, there's more bodies. And yeah. you think it's maybe somebody, but it was all the people on the fucking yacht. It's just all all the gay uh, yacht guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, that's White Lotus two. Um, yep. I'm still gonna watch three. There's no way I wouldn't. But uh, this wasn't as good as the first one. What if they bring back like a Steve Zahn and Connie Britton family oh, back? Or, or don't you, know. you fucking tease me? Don't <laughs> tease me with that shit because that is fucking the dopest idea of the night. All right. Just go back to the fucking first shit. season, dog. Oh my god! That now, Dario, I liked her character, but her husband—he was good in what was that one show we liked, the stand-up show on Showtime that they fucking cut, uh, whatever it was. But he, oh, he was good oh, in yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, he was such a dick in that fucking. I'm, I'm dying up here. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm dying up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe she fucking dumps him, and she's uh, she's out in the prowl. Maybe Dario comes back. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be a great throwback. God damn mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in. Bring- I'm in. 
All right. That's our uh, our White Lotus wrap-up, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, quite possibly, that might be the last uh, TV roundup of the year, right? It could be. Uh, could be. We might, might fit one in before. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. All right. Let's get to uh, the movie of the week. Right, let's go. Speaking of boobies. Would you watch this movie? <laughs> That, that song. That was. <laughs> you can't say that every time the song plays. I love that song. I that is like not even a Christmas song for me. That's like a. Um, my wife calls it like calming, calming the tiger kind of thing. <laughs> like Did that'll just put me. Yeah, do? they just play that, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> not even the actual song. Just the the, the fucking what you watch the <laughs> Pete's version. I just, I just imagine you go out in the back of your fucking your giant house and you just you get fucking angry you're throwing chairs and shit and the, over the PA she just fucking cues it up and you're just like you just see you like, like uh, oh. flip over a chair right side up <laughs> sit down on it fucking smoke a cigarette <laughs> um, I just looked up White Lotus season 3 uh oh and this comes from Vanity Fair this is December 11th so just this past week it says a familiar face who may pack her bags for season three, however, is Connie Britton. Bam! And it says, he wanted me to be in the second season, and there was an idea that I love for the character. Our intention is to do it in the third season. Ooh. Motherfucker, you fucking nailed it. And I'm down with that. I love me some Connie Britton. I don't, I don't necessarily love her character in that show. She was annoying as fuck. Yeah, but... she was annoying. <laughs> But I'm, so no Steve Zahn, like she dumps Steve Zahn. I don't like that. He was trying, right? Yeah, he was trying. He was trying. God damn. All right. And uh, Mike White said, uh, <clears throat> we're going to scout in Asia and look at countries there. My instincts is that maybe it has something to do with spirituality, mm. Eastern versus Western religion or Western people in an Eastern culture. Um, maybe after sex, it would be nice to have something that's a little more celestial or something that's a little bit more the out of up. the carnal, I guess. Mike, wait, shut the fuck up. You yeah, know exactly. it's going to be about gay fucking dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fucking season is going to be about gay dudes. So just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit more spiritual uh, spirituality. It's going to be Eastern versus Western. And then you just hear... <laughs> You know there's going to be dick and ass in this fucking season of television. Stop fucking pretending it's not. It's your fucking Asian fucking theories and shit. You know, Vanity Fair, I really feel like it's just balls against balls slapping in the background. It's, the poster's a yin and yang symbol, but it's balls. <laughs> White Lotus 3. That's just like slapping sounds, skin against skin. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike White. You fucking can't play that shit with us. I'm fucking on to you, White. Yep. On to you. 
All right. <laughs> oh, fucking. Um, yeah, all right. Our movie this week uh, ended up being Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. 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 Is it just me? Is there a lot of Pinocchio movies lately? Like, I don't. I just feel like there's like, wasn't there just a Pinocchio movie last year? Oh, shit. Two years it? ago? I, I feel like there was just a Pinocchio movie, and I feel like there's another one that's been announced—a live-action Pinocchio coming out. Why? I feel like there's a lot of Pinocchio. I didn't—I didn't even know if this was new when I saw it. I was like, "Is this like the one?" A while, like, didn't Pete watch a Pinocchio movie? Isn't that why I was oh, saying that? There was that? one this year, or let's see—I don't know if it's out yet. Zemeckis. Mm. Zemeckis doing one. It looks like. Let's see. Come on, IMDb. Oh yeah, that came out in September. This year? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> okay, what the fuck? All right. And then 2019 is when pizza. Pinocchio! Pinocchio! With uh, starring... Roberto Abenini. <laughs> okay, right. So that's three years ago. And I think there's been announced a live action with fucking Tom Hanks. Oh, um, well, that's... Uh, Tom Hanks is in this one. The Zemeckis one. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so maybe there's not another one. Maybe this is it. We've got three Pinocchios in three years. Why? This one, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I was a little bit... I was, just, I was confused going into this. I didn't know which one it was. But let's be clear, ladies and gentlemen. This is a brand new. came out December 9th. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I only watched it because it was titled Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> Pinocchio, oh, by really? the way. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no other reason... I was gonna watch it, even even if one of the voices is Ewan fucking McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Uh, he plays cricket, mm-hmm. Jiminy Cricket, but no cricket in this movie. Sebastian. Sebastian um, J. Cricket. Yeah, Sebastian J. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then uh, I didn't look at the cast before I watched it, so I noticed you know I recognized a couple voices specifically, mm-hmm. Ron Perlman when he shows up, <laughs> and you can't listen. I've had issues with Ron Perlman throughout my life, and uh, you can't hear his voice even at this point and not think of how just his gigantic fucking head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's overwhelming. It's like audio 3D somehow. Like, you can hear <laughs> his face. You can, you can hear the giantness of his chin. And that's it's weird. Like, I can fucking, <laughs> fucking see it, man. It's weird. <laughs> visually he will set you back in a movie like he will just it will just end like you'll just be like oh my god this movie's over i can't not concentrate on what is going on with his face but audibly he's a, he's a little safer he's a little safer yeah, yeah. You, you know it's him but you're just like all right i don't have to look at that fucking mouth throughout this movie uh christoph waltz very recognizable yes. in the in the in the cast mm-hmm. uh so some of the other cast is uh we got fucking David Bradley from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, Walter up here. Frey. Walter Frey. Yeah, nice. Kate Blanchett shows up. Tim Blake Nelson, Finn Wolfhard from mm-hmm. uh, Stranger Things, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Jesus Christ! Wow, the fucking big names in this fucking uh, this this voice cast. I had mm-hmm. no idea going into it. Had you? Did you know this existed or anything before we brought it up this week? I mean, I saw it on uh, Netflix, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize the, like the depth of the cast, though. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, fucking. There are some huge, huge names in this in this fucking movie. 
and I, I kind of had uh, little to no interest in it, other than like, yeah. my interest was like, I want to see. All right, so stop motion. I want to see how Del Toro does this. Like, I yeah. obviously the dude is like visually just amazing with his fucking right. film. So like, I want to see, and you know, he can tell a story too. But mm-hmm. how does he interpret this? Right. And um, I don't know. Maybe about halfway, three quarters of the way through, I'm like, I don't even this. <laughs> It, it was barely grabbing my attention throughout. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I, so, mean, I don't do you, know if I'd like to. I, I, I don't know if I just care. Don't care about the Pinocchio story to begin with, or. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, I do. I did find this take a little bit better than I initially give it credit for. Like that. Well, that was gonna be my first question. Like, are you like? When's the last time you watched a Pinocchio story? Like when uh, you were a kid, or probably a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So that, when I, you know, when I saw Del Toro touch this, I was kind of like, you know, I don't, I know the story. The fucking kid makes a kid and wants to become a real boy. That's mm. all I know about it. This started and I was kind of like, so I couldn't, um, I have a problem with kids in movies and Rhino, I would shut this off because I hated Pinocchio so much I in this fucking movie. It, yeah. I hated everything about what Pinocchio was doing. And it was like, is this the whole movie going to be? Him being a complete fucking out of control asshole because that's not entertaining for me. Like I don't, I don't want to watch that anymore. Um, I ended up fucking loving this movie. <laughs> I I wound up liking it a lot more than I thought I was, or mm-hmm. even starting it and getting halfway through. Like I said, then I gave it credit for it. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that for me, like the one thing that really got me is I loved when he went when he died. And went back. It was just like, oh, oh. what the fuck? <laughs> it's fucking it's such a good bit. Visually, this is fucking, this is incredible. Like yeah, this, absolutely. You know, I, I, I appreciate stop motion and all that. And I've seen all the old shit and I've been to fucking Comic Con panels about it and all that. Yeah. And so I can appreciate how hard it is. Uh, this, this, this is spectacular, people. Um, it looks fucking incredible. I've seen a, uh, since I've watched it, I've seen a couple like making of little short videos and it's just unbelievable. The amount of work that went into oh, yeah? this movie. Nice, nice. Oh, it's unbelievable. And, um, you know, Pinocchio fucking, he settles his ass down after a while. Like he's not a fucking raving lunatic for much longer than, you know, the first third, um, Fucking Ewan McGregor's Ewan McGregor. McGregor. cricket. He, he's he's a calming voice throughout, and he's good. He's Dude, good I at was going to say, I just feel like I want him to narrate so much like Absolutely. stuff in the future. Like He has such a great narration voice. Absolutely. He was really good. And I just like, I ended up like, like I don't, a lot of the story, like I said before, like I haven't, I don't, I'm not that familiar with the Pinocchio story other than the nose grows and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much here. With the fucking circus and the and the fucking um, the, the whale war. and the fucking and, and the dying and the war and mm-hmm. the, I mean uh, holy shit like this this was like it feels like it was made for Del Toro after you watch it you're just like holy fuck this was uh, this was epic mm-hmm. this was an epic fucking story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought he did a really good job with it I fuck I ended up really really liking this so um, fucking I I, I recommend it. 
to anyone that likes, you know, animated movies and all that kind of shit, especially if you like uh, stop motion or whatever. And this does, do you essentially think it feels like a Del Toro movie at the end? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you get to like the wood sprites and he goes into the other realm. And oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. That's yeah, very yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, I was just going to say, when he dies and meets Pan's Labyrinth again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I mean, it, definitely for a binge crowd, um, mm-hmm. within minutes of this starting, Geppetto is just drunk as fuck. Oh, he's, he's just a hammer. He's, he's hammered. I'm he's like, a fucking boy. Yeah, he's like, fuck this tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there's nights where you're just like, fuck this or fuck that. And he was like, fuck this tree. Yeah. I'm cutting it down right now. Mm-hmm. And that's it, man. The design of Pinocchio was pretty cool, too, because you could see, like, the grains mm-hmm. in him. He's not, like, smooth wood or anything like that. I thought I, I appreciated that detail. Um, I think the monkey turned out to be one of my favorites, too. Yeah, he, he was He really reminded good. me of Stripe a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like how everyone, everyone kind of around Pinocchio initially doesn't like him and he kind of just wins him over. And, and to be honest with you, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. So I appreciated it more in the movie, right? Yeah, like yeah. I hated the fucking yeah. kid and then I was pulling for him. I like, um, like the whole, so like I said, coming in this, I'm like, oh, I think Pinocchio just wants to be a real boy, but that's not what this, it's not really what the movie's about, right? Mm-mm. Like, it's, right, it's, exactly, yeah. It's included in the storyline, but it's not. That's not what it's about at all. It's it's fucking. It's a lot different than I was expecting, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That was a really good thing. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciated that part of it, where it's not just like the, the sad. You know, um, the emotional stuff doesn't come from him wanting to be a real boy or anything like that. It comes yeah. from like other things kind of surrounding him, which I really right. really appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the shit with uh, Geppetto, you know, yeah, and what, yeah. f- how fucked up he was over uh, <laughs> that. I mean, the brutal opening scene with his son. I mean, that oh, was <laughs> right off the hop. You're just kind of like, Jesus, like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, man. I just watched it on off chance, and uh, I was fucking delighted. Absolutely delighted. I'm so glad I watched this, man. Me too. Me too. By the end of it, I I am too. But like I said, I got through probably three quarters of this movie before I started to come around to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. And, and, and a lot of that had to do with just like, let's break out in song. And I'm just like, fucking God damn it. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. I I, I don't I don't even understand like why like I'm I love music obviously but I don't know why I don't like people breaking out in song in a movie it fucking drives me nuts this <laughs> <laughs> makes any sense I don't even know if those are like Pinocchio songs or anything like I, that's how unf- unfamiliar right. I am mm-hmm. with it like I True. you know Disney had some songs in Pinocchio and, yeah, yeah yeah so maybe it was but whatever. I don't know. It was just fucking pretty great. It was pretty fucking fabulous to watch. I can't imagine. Like, I wish I would have saw this in the theater almost. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, watching on yeah, a yeah. fucking laptop. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn, this probably looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, um... oh, it wasn't, it, but it wasn't even in theaters, by the way. It was on Netflix. <laughs> so forget that. Hey, why the fuck they put this in theaters anyway? <laughs> fuck, this is a huge opportunity. You need to call me. I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really dug the design of uh, Sebastian J. Cricket too, because he he yes. almost looks metal. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like a like a weird kind of metally uh, Del Toro fucking figure. Yeah, real cool. Everything everything looked incredible. Everything looked fucking 
so good, man. The monkey was fucking amazing. <laughs> a lot of the those behind the scenes videos are talking about showing the monkey like running through the circuits and all that shit. Like it's just fucking hours. You know what I mean? Like hours and hours of one scene, and you're just like, oh my god! Like That's who the fuck makes this? I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. This is a uh, oh, I want to go. I'm gonna go seven and a half right now. Mm-hmm. I will show this to the kids at one point, so maybe I'll go a little bit higher. But yeah, I'm seven and a half. Do you think this is in their lane? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I'll give it a seven. Give it a seven. Nice. And weirdly enough, probably one of the movies I will rewatch. Uh, yes. I probably show it to Liz. We'll watch it together. She's, you know, yeah. she's always good for uh, a good cry. So I think this. Oh. I think this will no, do the, it. This will definitely do it. Yeah, and it's you know part musical too, so she'll definitely like that. I mean, those end fucking title cards and shit. Like you're just like, what the? F- oh my god, Jesus! Yeah. What him too? God damn! Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. I, even I was just like, God damn! <laughs> <laughs> the fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah, fucking right. solid movie, man. It's very solid. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Who the fuck was Finn Wolf or Candlewick? Who was Candlewick? Let's see. I don't remember. Oh, he was the other boy. He was the son. Oh, right. See, that's another example of fucking hating him and then coming around, right? Yeah, because you think. Yeah, and it's like it does subvert like a lot of your expectations of what the story is going to be because you're like, oh, he's the mean kid. You know, he's, you know, this is going to be a whole bullying thing. And, And it partially is, but it goes a a different way at some point right yeah man good stuff you think people like this i don't know i don't i don't know you don't know how to answer that I have no idea i don't recommend stuff to Pete. i don't ask i don't expect <laughs> Pete to like things i don't guess if he will like, <laughs> i don't recommend things to Pete. <laughs> you learned the hard way you learned the hard way with me Oh my god, that's fucking fantastic! All right, um, well, that's uh, that's the free binge, right? Yeah, there it is. That's all right there. Um, Twelve comms of bingemas. Make sure you sign up to the Patreon, not only to hear the second half of this show, but you can get the back nine, as Pete calls it, of our Twelve comms of bingemas, all the commentaries, and you can go to our Facebook page. We have a list of all the commentaries for 12 comms all up mm-hmm. there. So make sure you check that out. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's get to the full binge and, uh, fucking review 800 more things. All right, let's do it. Thank you for listening to the binge cast on bingemedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Binge media patrons will get access to the full binge, the binge cast four hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the binge media podcast network at Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now the full binge.